0: Christian Ray Harrington, what's going on? How are you doing sitting over there? The snow is falling lightly in the background. It's a beautiful November evening. We're going to get our winter tires on next week. We can't go too far in the snow right now, but you know, it's it's nice to see that first or second or third. I don't know we were away <laughs> for part of the first snowfalls. I don't know what number we're on now, but it's beautiful out. That's what I'm getting at.
1: We're not super good at getting our winter tires on. At an appropriate time of year, are we?
0: (laughs) Well, it always comes down to, we call a bunch of places, and there's like a two-month wait. And then we find just some guy who does it in his backyard. and
1: uh, I'm good with the backyard mechanic. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's
0: it's perfect.
1: But it's more, yeah, so we feel a little bit isolated that we shouldn't be driving right now.
0: Uh, They're all seasons though. So some people would drive with them year-round. Crazy people.
1: Those wild, wild Nova Scotians out there. Yeah. But yes, that's happening soon, and we're almost to December. We've got a lot of events on the go. We had a great chat with four new friends, four yeah. new gals today. Skunk, Skunk Motel. Motel. yes, <laughs> They've been on our on our radar, on our list for quite some time, and I'm sure that's the case with lots of other friends and fans of theirs.
0: Yeah, they're they're four young, energetic, talented super kind people who together if they were just these four people who weren't even in a band I would have liked to interview them just because they're they're cool and you know they're they're all interesting and yeah they, they all got big hearts they're they're, they're putting a lot of good out into the world, but they happen to be in a band together and make uh, make punk music together.
1: Yeah, they're young, but they have a lot of wisdom, I find. Oh, yeah. They've, they definitely have a mature approach to their work and their life and their values, what they represent. They're loud and wild on stage, but they definitely have a soft-spoken demeanor and... Our interview, we got to know them a little bit better on a personal level, and they insisted that they all were here, which I love about them. Yeah. We even had Sarah Eve FaceTime in. <laughs> so you'll be able to recognize her voice is a little bit different in, in the sound, but.
0: Yeah, we just I, held the phone up to one of the mics every time she yeah, spoke.
1: Definitely first. This is the most crowded the studio oh, yeah, has been.
0: Yeah, yeah, the three girls sat in the couch there and it's a pretty small couch. <laughs> they crammed in and uh it But it really
1: speaks to who they are as a group. They they are equals, they prioritize their friendship and yeah. communication and making sure that everyone feels seen and included, which is thematic in their songwriting and their show and yeah. how they invite their audience to show up themselves.
0: And speaking of their show, they're playing with us December 8th at the marquee.
1: That's right. So ticket link in the show notes the for that. Ticket link in
0: the show notes ourselves, Skunk Motel, and two former guests, Elise Aaron and Jackson Weldon. So it's a four-band night. And December such a
1: diverse 8th. collection of musicians. It's diverse,
0: like, but it's there's the, the similarities of just, you know, people up there giving it their all.
1: That's true. Having a good time. It's going to be a sweaty one. We talked about sweating in this yeah. episode, actually. Yeah. So I'm I'm wearing my my tank top, I think, to this one.
0: And you have a big auction on right now.
1: I have an auction on until December 3rd, so that's all on my website, on my social media. I've got 35 pieces of 35 art pieces. of different varieties up for grabs. So. What
0: are they at, just regular price?
1: <laughs> yeah, everything's just full price. No, I've... There's some really great sales, up to 70% seventy percent off. I've got a couple paintings Holy marked down shit. too. So yoga mats, minis, the whole the whole gamut.
0: A lot of people often want to get a piece of yours, but they're like, "Oh, well, I can't afford it, or whatever." But this is a perfect time. You get those big discounts, no tax.
1: Tis the season. Yeah. It's my gift, and we have hearts of kin. This weekend, December 2nd, coming to Togetherland for their last Halifax show for quite a while. So it's at 7 o'clock, a few tickets still left yeah, for that show. Yeah, grab a
0: ticket to that, yeah. get a Kristen painting, come to my big show with yeah. Skunk Motel at the Marquee, and listen to my brand new song that came out. That's okay. We're just fresh into a few days of that being released, and it's been going going great.
1: Very well received. Yeah, yeah. you guys worked really hard. It's a great song, so it speaks for itself, and everyone's dancing along and loving it.
0: It's uh Yeah, it, feel, it feels nice to have it out to the world and to get like so many so many nice messages from people who who are enjoying it and uh that that's all you want in the end and trying to do a little bit of a push to get some of that uh that national radio stuff happening and just because I know it's I know it's a pretty good song just from from the response from people and the feedback and I I want it to find the audience that I think it deserves so mm-hmm.
1: and you guys are planning on lease- releasing singles Kind of intermittently a for this album, whole whack of singles, mm-hmm. a whack, a whack of them, whack of it's singles. The album called Whack, whack of singles. Whack-a-mall? It's called
0: <laughs> the town Heroes. whack of singles. Mm. But anyway, yeah, um, maybe I'll play uh, in your head at, in the introduction. Sure. Yeah. Why yeah. not?
1: Yeah. Do you want to do that instead of an introduction? Sure Yeah We'll just talk logistics here Yeah In our recorded yeah, intro Yeah we'll play I- So the
0: introduction's <laughs> gonna be uh, My new song And you're gonna hear a Awesome chat With the gals In the Skunk Motel Can't wait Let's do it
1: Can't wait to share it Alright Thanks again gals For joining us
2: Drinking some tea
1: you have Sarah on the line. We do. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> Hi. Hey. How you
0: doing? Good. We've never interviewed more than two people, and now we have four.
1: We've never even done a Zoom interview, much no. less have somebody on FaceTime pressed up to the microphone. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to work well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's working well right now. How, how you How you doing, gals? You comfortable? You. A little too too close. There's a feel good.
2: Uh, no, we're close. This is Never our natural close.
3: state. Honestly, <laughs> we're yeah. constantly on on top of one another. <laughs>
1: yeah, we just, This is how they play. <laughs>
2: oh, <sorry. laughs> <Yeah>. this is <laughs> how we play.
1: That could be actually a unique band feature. <laughs> it could be. Like you all play on a love seat together, your <laughs> instruments. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, yeah. I
4: love
2: it. You'd
1: have to yeah. place
0: the guitar. You'd have to have the guitar there. Well, drums, I guess, are a whole different animal.
5: I'll build yeah. them up and out and then it will <laughs>
0: work. Yeah, you might have to get used to like playing like this or
3: something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, even like when we did those, Just some of the me meetings we did at Music at music Week, <laughs> there's only one chair across from like the delegate, right? Yeah. So we'd go in and mine, I would sit on, I'd sit on her lap or sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good look. Yeah. yeah.
0: What uh, what was your experience like meeting with with people at Music Week?
3: Good Sitting on laps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, gotta sit on Maya's lap
2: is pretty great. Yeah.
1: But... Did you sit on their lap?
2: <laughs> Wait, when was this? <laughs> no. For the no, I'm five sure really not. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we shared chairs. Yeah, it was
3: good. It was really good meeting with people. Like it's every every year I find you meet. You never really know who you're going to meet yeah. and you're usually pleasantly surprised. And but oftentimes I mean don't the best interactions happen like not in the little 5-minute pitch. It's like later when yeah. you see them and it's like, "Oh, yeah. now we can really talk and I'll feel so nervous."
0: Did any opportunities come from that that are kind of in the works now?
3: Yeah. I don't want to bogart
1: this <laughs> entire situation. No, you don't
0: have here. to say, you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. That's it's all good it's just it's just an exciting thing you know like
1: yeah if you have news you want to keep close to your heart you don't have to reveal anything but happy to hear that things went well for you and yeah, we talked to a lot of cool people mm-hmm. and so we're like excited
5: to see what comes out of that so. yeah. yeah definitely
1: and
0: you're you guys are at the start of your career like you're what just over a year
1: old as a band
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah like July was our year. I don't remember what date exactly. Yeah, July
1: something. <laughs> oh, did you celebrate? Did you have birthday cake? We were on the like, tour for, yeah. a, mm. for our anniversary.
2: We were. We were. So we, we kind of w- forgot, I think, about oh, it. Oh, we had
3: champagne. Yeah. We were ripping around with like a motorcycle.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, I think we celebrated. I don't know. Well, all of us have a memory of goldfish, clearly. <laughs> did we? <laughs> Do you
5: remember, Sarah? We popped champagne and told speeches, I thought. In the. That was in August. Oh, okay, come on. but maybe. But
1: there sounds was- like there's just a lot of champagne <laughs> around, guys. A lot maybe, of celebrating. Think
0: maybe too much
2: champagne. <laughs> champagne and
1: tea. We had a very. Brain. Ext- maybe we should ask Sarah on the line her opinion on the teas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yes. like, favorite orange pico brand. Oh. Like no tips oh. here either, and I know you're in Cape Breton, so you're kind of being tested right now a <laughs> little bit. I'm
4: I'm all about the red rose. Okay, yeah. interesting. Mm.
1: City girl at heart. <laughs> so we determined yeah. red rose is the Halifax tea. King oh. Cole is the Cape Breton preference, and Tetley yeah. Annapolis Valley. Okay. So mm-hmm. we're gonna do a taste test at some point. See <laughs> if we that checks.
4: To. Yeah,
3: we absolutely have to. I don't mind yeah. being sitting around and
1: being fed tea. <laughs> do it. Yeah, I've
4: heard on the tea lately. <laughs>
1: <gasps> keeping you hydrated between all that champagne. Well, it's cheaper than paying
3: for oil, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, it yeah. keeps you warm. We got the fire going here. It's nice and cozy. Are you excited? You're recording in the studio now. You yeah. got an album in the works. Yeah. What, when did when did you start this?
3: I guess it's been going on now for about, what, three weeks? Four yeah. weeks? Yeah. yeah
0: it's still fresh.
3: Yeah, it's, I think because we have been recording different instruments in different places and such. Yeah. So we're we're not putting a huge time restraint on ourselves. So Yeah.
4: It's kind of sure. like
3: we're picking away at it piece by piece and we kind of wanted to set it up that way so it feels like for our first time recording a project it feels relaxed and not, you know, like not not super stressed, or not anything. super stressed. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: How much going into creating music did you all know about the industry side of things? So working on this album, is this a familiar environment for you to be in? Do you kind of know what to expect as you go along? Or is every day kinda like, I don't know, we'll find out. This is great.
5: <laughs> Definitely a little bit of we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure. I mean, you've recorded Sarah Morrison.
5: Yes. In the past. I
3: have, but I think going into it this time it's a lot different. Different mm-hmm. because I, I'm a, I'm a bit more confident in I guess mm. Um, advocating for what i'm like wanting to do and you know speak up but i mean i haven't even done vocals yet but i just feel like going into this i feel much more confident and i know i'll be able to speak up and kind of express myself freely not that i was not that i couldn't before because of like the people involved it's more of a personal thing about me you know, I think I'm just more confident now at this age.
0: And you have a producer you're working with, Katie, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, Kay Lemond.
0: That's amazing. Super good. That's uh, and like a motorcycle, obviously she plays with. So that's a style that's pretty similar to to what what you guys are doing. Does that f- feel like it's a perfect match there?
3: Absolutely, Definitely.
5: yeah. There are things like even in like one of the tunes that we brought where. Katie as a producer was able to like kind of pull it in a direction that like, like I don't want to speak for anyone else but I had never seen the tune going in but now it's like one of my favorites and like yeah. listening to it it's like mm. sounds like a song that I wouldn't hear like if I'm definitely deaf artist and being like shit I wish I could write like that but yeah, yeah. we just did it's you yeah
2: <laughs> it's happened or it's happening
1: is the style of music that you're playing the style that you grew up being influenced by
2: yeah. And yes and but, no. I think like yeah. for me personally, I guess I grew up listening to a lot of like blues and rock and classic rock and guitar music, basically, um, and like a bit of punk here and there too. But like I've really gotten into it more, I guess, with this band, yeah. which is kind of cool. But
0: so you celebrate your your one year one year anniversary in either July or August. You can't remember. You drink some <laughs> champagne, maybe. Who knows? But. <laughs> So, what happened before that one year anniversary? You take that back a year ago. How did this band come together?
3: Well, we <laughs> were trying to actually go over this earlier today.
0: Like, <laughs>
3: what are we going to say?
0: <laughs> you guys just don't remember anything.
3: Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest, like, oh my God, I'm sweating. <laughs> to be honest, like, a lot of this happened really fast. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it was kind of like we had. A handful of practices and then bam we're playing all these shows yeah. and we just a- applied for a lot of random things and then they yeah. all happened so yeah. it was kind of like it is kind of hard to remember to be honest yeah. because mm-hmm. it just kind of was like before yeah. we knew it, we were it's like fair. i guess we're mm-hmm. i guess we're doing this but how we did start was basically i kind of we all kind of ish kind of knew of each other or like had like you know distant friendships or what, ha- what have you mm-hmm. um and then when music week i bumped into Maya, and I'm like, how you doing, Maya? She's like, well, I'm pretty good. I'm like, you playing this year? She's like, No, I got. I don't have a band. And I was like, Well,
5: next year we're doing it. We're, we'll be here. Yeah. We'll, we'll play music week next year <laughs> yeah. together. It was and almost we'll, like a uh, like not necessarily like a joke, but I was like, we'll figure it out somehow. And then Scott we'll tell it was there the next year.
3: Yeah, it, we <laughs> manifested it for sure. So yeah, me and Maya started like jamming in her basement, yeah. and. um and then we desperately <laughs> desperately wanted Kate Bow and yeah. Sarah Eve like we just knew they had to be the ones.
1: Yeah.
3: Um Kate was actually saying she w- had so many projects going on at the time. She was like I don't know if I actually <laughs> have time to do this.
1: Yeah.
3: But she really wanted to, but I mean I think but oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you no. you had so much going on. You're playing with so many people. <laughs> um so Sarah Eve was able to come and jam with us and that was awesome. We were like hell yeah, this is it. And then we play a little set at something called Coleman Fest out in Riverport. <laughs> rest in peace. rest in, Not Coleman, but his, <laughs> the his festival. festival. One year festival. <laughs> still alive, right? He's, He's still alive. He's still alive. We think it's <laughs> right. Coleman. And Kate Bo is there and she's in the audience and she, uh, in the crowd, and she came up afterwards and she's like, I'm fucking in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. And then
5: Skunk Quintel was, was born. Was Whoa. Born. Just happened. <laughs>
0: was yeah. the name already in the works? Or did I, was the name already decided?
5: Not until after Kate joined, really. We were kind of sitting down. Well, we kind of had the name. I guess we must have if we were playing <laughs>
2: Coleman
1: Fest. <Yes. laughs> Too much champagne. this champagne right <laughs> <ran> over here. <laughs> you know, it's possible. We it's should possible. just look we you guys up name. on the internet <laughs> yeah. and figure out some of your background yeah. here. Basically. <laughs> just teasing. No,
5: I think I we did this. have the name because we had it on the poster for Coleman Fest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah Eve says, like, Yes, yes just let me take <laughs> over you, here. Tell <laughs> <us>. Sarah, <laughs> speak, speak the truth, yeah. Sarah. Sarah, tell us what's I, going on. I don't
4: even, I don't remember either, but we definitely <laughs> had a name at that point. Yes. <laughs> we're talking about it, but how we came up with that name, I, I don't really, I think it was kind of like, we need to have names are playing the show. But <laughs> you <laughs> must be
1: asked this often about how your name came to be. And I have to say, I think maybe you guys had, um, packs of matches maybe a couple years ago or like some type of merch thing that was a little bit different. I can't remember oh, what your name was printed on. We but had
5: some keychains. Maybe it was I a keychain a year
1: ago. It was something oh, yeah. other than just a card that is often distributed around some of these oh. conferences that we're at. We had
5: some pens going around at Music Week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <The> last-
1: <laughs> well, here the last I am, one. not remembering myself, but there was something about the item itself. But yeah, seeing Skunk Motel for the first time, I was like, I'm going to see this band. I know nothing about them. I don't know their style of music. And that alone is pretty powerful marketing. Probably not your intention, but like, how much does the name factor into the attention that you're getting
5: probably a fair bit because it's a cool name super
1: cool name it's
5: uh it's kind of funny how we came up with it i guess we were kind of trying to think of like like the motel idea is kind of like you know somewhere to get away on like your journey but it's not quite a hotel because it's not like a planned thing it's like drop in drop by Mm. motel so it couldn't be hotel because usually you plan for a vacation at a hotel
3: Mm, too pricey too motels
0: are a little grittier yeah exactly uh, you guys are a gritty band (laughs) in the best way possible and and the skunk i don't want to come up with any inferences here
3: (laughs) there's plenty to be made for sure there's plenty to be made but skunk yeah grungy kind of like an outlier outside like you know i don't know maybe i'm they're also quite um They'll retaliate. They yeah. will retaliate, you'll know. <laughs> but um Yeah, kinda like on the uh, on the outside a bit, you know? Like skunks need love
2: too, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
5: It's like I found it really interesting about like the skunks, like their little like stink spray or something. And it's kinda like <laughs> like like one of our like taglines is like there's room for everyone. And, like our, a lot of our messages like love yourself and take up space. And so with the skunk, it's just kind of interesting because they're cute, but they're stinky. <laughs> <laughs> I do somehow relate to this. Yeah. Well, if like you gotta love all parts of yourself, and the st- the skunk spray, like it chooses to spray, so it's kind of like, you know, if you choose to like love the stinkiest parts of yourself, they can be your
1: superpower. <laughs> I love this, actually. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> you
0: should tell your skunk story oh, growing no. up.
1: Well, yeah, I was the stinky kid because I was actually sprayed by a skunk, but Mike and I went to a an artist's residency in Columbia last year, I think it was, yeah. and we were going there to write some short stories and in effort to make our second book and I was they were about our childhood, and so I wrote this story about being in like grade six or seven and um. Oh, I was in junior high, and our house got sprayed by skunk. We grew up in the middle of nowhere. And my parents, like, unless you, like, if you got shot in the eye, that would be the only reason you were not going to school. Otherwise, like, they didn't care. So my brother was in senior high and I was in junior high and we both just reeked of skunk. Like you could smell us from an hour away. And we get on the school bus and, you know, everyone's like, you guys stink because we did. And everything like my hair, the handle and the door, like it, it just leached into every fabric of our house and my body and we would get up in the morning and go like scrub ourselves raw and it was probably five tomato or six juice. days of smelling this way. Juice? We tried everything. Anyways, years later, we laugh about this story. Like this is a funny thing that happened to us when we were in school and I was sharing this story that I had written with this group of international artists and everyone <laughs> Was mortified for me, like <laughs> tears in their eyes, oh. like oh my goodness, what a sad thing to happen to you as a kid. And it's comedy. I hadn't really thought about it that way, like because I was laughing about myself. But uh, yeah, if I've had my uh, my skunk run-ins <laughs> too.
5: <laughs> I've never run into a skunk.
3: Oh, I have. I've I've been. I was sprayed in Costa Rica actually by a skunk, <laughs> and that was the. It was we were there for my sister's wedding. It was the one night we were going to go out in the town. And I got sprayed by a skunk. There's <laughs> skunks
0: in Costa Rica. Mm,
4: there was one. There's at yeah. least one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, 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 one. That, you he tracked
3: her down. Yeah. Like, My yeah. people are here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's one. There's one skunk at least in Costa Rica, and it got me. And um, instead of going out to the bar because I smelled so bad, I was brought down to the beach in the night, and. Bathed in the beach, yeah. and then I was. What do you mean by brought down? <laughs> I mean, I still wanted to go to
0: out to be sacrificed. I was <laughs> like,
3: I still wanted to go out, but it was more like a no, we're taking you down to yeah. the water.
0: You and must go to the water. This is happening, yeah,
3: yeah. And it beach bar was canceled.
0: Ba- did bar it, was did canceled. bathing in salt water work?
3: No, God, no. I smelled like skunk for like a week,
1: probably, yeah. 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 We're both looking at each other like, yeah, yeah." that checks. (laughs) uh, Solid week. Oh,
3: yeah. My favorite jeans. I I even tried to cut the jeans so I could make shorts because I liked them so much. No. (laughs) Just...
2: Rancid, <laughs> totally <laughs> ruined.
0: I guess when when you're driving in a car and you drive by a dead skunk, <laughs> rest in peace, skunks. In the past, I've driven by, but uh, your car then smells like a skunk, and that's just like being close to it. So I guess it it is that powerful. And these yeah. two. Brave anecdotes, you ladies share, are uh, no one... really Interesting. driving nobody's, it
3: home. Nobody's welling up with tears. I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't sad for me. No,
0: you get no. it. So it's funny that it's it's always a funny thing if it happens to someone else.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. it's one of
0: those things. Like happens, most
1: things in life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if yeah. it happens to you, it's like just horrible. But everyone else just finds it hilarious. Oh
1: God. Well, it it is a powerful name, and anyway, I yeah. yes, I and I like how you've. Like consider that this is why it's your name. Uh, we can laugh about it and it's catchy, <laughs> but there's something deeper to it. And I, I sense that about you as artists and musicians as well. That you are really, it's important to you to have a message, and that that's part of what you're writing about. So I want to know if, does creating music, did you see that as kind of an avenue for you to talk about these things that were important to you, or did that come secondary to? I want to have fun with my friends. I want to play this instrument. And this is what I think we should write about. I definitely
5: think we kind of connected over the shared values of, like, taking up space. And just, like, like, I went to school for music. I know Kate went to school for music. We've been in the scene for a while. So it's just, like, like having fun in the scene, learning how, like, I guess the music industry kind of works. And coming together and be like, you know what? We're fucking doing this. And we're... Yeah. And, yeah. like, Sarah's been playing... With Willie, like, for a while, we all kind of yeah. came together, like, you know what, we're going to get together as, like, a group of, like, girls and mm-hmm. really get loud and just show people that it's okay to be, like, you know, feminine, and soft, and still go
1: out there and like kick ass and yeah. be messy. play loud music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it something you talked about before you started working together?
3: Well, I think the first time that, like, Maya showed me the song, because Maya... If, for those who don't know like maya came to the project with like here's this body of work that yeah. i created and my maya, is a drummer
0: if anyone does so, like so you had written songs with yeah. with all all the parts or well
5: so like i just played drums and like mess around on piano and a little bit of ukulele yeah um so i like write lyrics and melody and then i can kind of know like oh i know the guitar should be like this rhythm and i'll have like basically in like Sibelius, which is like a music notation software, the melody and the drum groove. And then I'll like, so I came to Sarah in a coffee shop after we said we were going to start a band and I showed her this notebook full of songs and I was like, here's what I have. We can use some of them. We don't have to use any of them. I want to start this band and this is what I have to work with. We can start with these and then move away from them. And that's kind of...
3: Yeah, and a lot of my messaging like really resonated with me. A lot Mm -hmm. of the topics that you write about like, self-love or, um, I mean, the opposite of that, too, like, (laughs) self-hatred. I don't know if that's (laughs) saying too much, but, like, you know, like, a lot of the things you wrote about spoke to me, um, taking up space, not feeling like like you can or should take up space um, in the world, and reading, like, the things that you were showing me that day in the coffee shop, I just thought, like... Seventeen year old Sarah a hundred percent needed to read this and to see this and like to see it performed in front of me. Mm. So I think the messaging was probably what made me say, I'm super busy right now, I'm doing all these blah 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 blah, <laughs> blah 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 blah, but like this is important, yeah, yeah, Like it's way deeper than it's way deeper than just wanting to get up and like be loud and make noise. like it's not that that's a bad thing, but it's <laughs> it's way deeper. It's like, no, there's something that like my younger self really needed to yeah. to do.
5: I guess that's definitely, like, when it comes to writing a lot of the, the tunes, too. Even come, like It's almost like, uh, for me, I felt like I can't be the only one in the world going through these things, so yeah. mm-hmm. the way that I find the easiest to communicate is through hearing music, or like, when you hear a line that you're like, I didn't even know how to put that into words, and so I was kind of like, well, I know I can't be the only one in the world feeling this, even though I feel so alone with whatever it is, just because I didn't have the support system at the time, so writing these songs was kind of a way of like setting these feelings and words out almost like light doses just so like if somebody in the distance is like hey like I was feeling that then they'd be like oh like I'm not alone clearly this person who wrote it feels it clearly other people who are listening and resonate with this feel this so it's not like this big scary feeling anymore it's just something a lot of people are feeling mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yes. well so
0: many people use music as just a way to deal with their emotions and learn about the world and find connections with other people. That yeah. That's one of the biggest things with music. Like you, you hear a song and you realize, Oh, other people are f- experiencing this or feeling yeah. this or going through this hard time or this awesome time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. you can really just feel connected to that, mm-hmm. that band or that singer or wh- whoever it may be. So it, it seems like that's, a very big part of what you're doing is yeah. trying to put that message out so other people can have that uh that band or that group of people or whatever it may be to just l- look up to and realize yeah. yeah this is we're not alone in this
1: yeah definitely did any of you have a sense of loneliness before being part of this band
3: yeah. I I think I'm just perpetually lonely <laughs> as a as a person. But yeah. I mean I have like a lot of close people in my life, but like, but but yeah, I think like looking at that from like a musical standpoint, I think I've always craved to cra- craved a group of people, like a group of women specifically,
4: mm-hmm.
3: to be able to like release this anger that I have and the angst and pain and even though i i had such an incredible band like before this and i love all of them so much like something about it being like a full female band opens up the doors for for that like for that mutual pain and mutual experience to kind of be shared so i feel so much less alone
1: mm-hmm. in the
3: world like through having this project but i'm going to stop talking for a second because Sarah, Eve and Kate over there.
1: Uh, <laughs> lost it, sure. Well, and Sarah and Kate, you were essentially recruited by the sounds of things. <laughs> yeah. So what was it that led you to say yes to this ask?
2: Sarah, you go first because you were uh, in the band first. <laughs>
4: um, yeah, I think I think like kind of leading up to that, I was kind of just like searching for something to kind of do with. I remember like that year I'd like made a post just being like is there any like women or like um just people even just getting into music who just want to play in like a safe space that's not like you know intimidating and stuff and then like a few months later Maya messages me and I'm like oh this is exactly what I've been looking Uh. for (laughs) Um, but then just like um I think another cool experience like you know is that we all kind of experienced a lot of firsts together with the band, which, you know, we a lot of really like scary moments. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I'm <laughs> speaking for myself, <laughs> but like, you know, before this I played with Willie, which is like, you know, you're up there with your partner. It's a different thing. I, yeah. I never played in and without him. So it's like, at first I was like, can I even do this? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then like, we played some bigger stages and we're just like, Oh, cool. Like, you know, <laughs> so that made it really, um, uh, I think it just made us be able to like bond and connect pretty quick. Anyway, that's my That's the spiel.
2: Um Yeah, I guess I was playing with a lot of different people before this band and it was great. I was having a good time, you know, it was like super fun to play all types of different music and meet all these cool people. But at the like I was getting to the point where I was kinda like, hmm, I feel like I wanna do something more. And when Maya messaged me, like we said earlier, I was really busy at the time and I was like, I can't take this on, but like, I'd love to. And then um, saw them play at the show with a couple of friends, a couple of dudes. And I was like, all right, this is going to be a sick female punk band. Like, let's go. Um, And I was kind of just like longing for that. Like, when I joined this band, it was kind of like, I felt like it was like a calling almost. Mm. I know that sounds Mm -hmm. cheesy, but um, it's true. Like, I haven't felt the way I felt about music for a long time until I came in this band. So it kind of changed a lot. Are you going to cry, Sarah? No, shut up. <laughs> We're going to cry <laughs> over <here>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to
3: cry. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, I
4: don't know if I can answer. I think it's just something I've also been looking for since I was like 13. Like I remember mm-hmm. just my whole life wanting to play in a band and then it's like, you know, a band that's like yours too. Like you're
1: mm-hmm. contributing to. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah you all seem to very much equally contribute to this project. Mm-hmm. Would you yes, mm-hmm. this is agreed yeah. upon, mm-hmm. I would say.
3: yeah. I think it like along the lines of wanting to be there for each other, like wanting to be there for the people who care about our music or I don't know, get something out of our music, mm-hmm. but also like trying to be there for each other and carry try to carry the weight for each
5: other. and mm. yeah, and, yeah very much like a collective and like a team yeah vibe, i would say i don't know it's just different than like i don't know i don't know You what i'm trying to say
3: we check in with each other a lot mm-hmm.
5: yeah a lot mm-hmm. it's yeah. like
3: super open lines of communication and yeah we just like go for it because we were like thrust into it so fast all these shows yeah. <laughs> yeah. and along with that comes yeah like people trying to figure out what the hell is going on so yeah from the get-go i think we've just really tried to be like how are you really doing how are yeah. we really doing is mm-hmm. you know and we're we're pretty honest with each other and yeah. sometimes it's like uncomfortable but like <laughs> that's the good stuff that's what i yeah. want out of yeah. the relationships in my life and like it's nice to have that with you guys
2: mm-hmm.
1: there's something really powerful and unique about women getting together i've always felt that way, always had this experience, be it from a a yoga retreat or art collaboration or whatever it looks like. And I know we can't speak for men, but my observation being a bit older too, and looking back on generations of men, I always wish that they had the same kind of connection that we as women feel maybe more free to have, more Mm -hmm. accepted to have. I don't know what it is, but I wondered if we could talk a little bit about that and and again, I know I want to reiterate. I know we can't speak for others, but like, what is it about being women? Do you think that allows us to have these kinds of relationships with other women that men just don't really see or get or feel comfortable with doing themselves? And Mike, maybe you can just, yeah. you can chime in on this too. You guys, answer you're a little first. right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: it's not a competition, though. It's just, you
3: know. I mean, I'm, I mean like sadly it's i i think it's just like socialized out of them like i think inherently humans want want to be able to feel connectedness to each other like we need that it's a need but i think it's very much socialized like out of young men um and i, I don't know and also like speaking to why women maybe can have that it, i mean we We really do need it to get through a lot of the shit that we are faced with. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could without a group of women, you know, yeah. like just the going through our, the shared experience of moving through the world as a as a woman like I think we need
5: it um yeah, I don't know anyone else <sighs> yeah, I would agree with some with that as well. just like sometimes even like going through an experience and like sharing it with my family, but then going to a group of girlfriends and sharing it with them and getting a totally different perspective. It just like feels seen in a totally different type of way.
2: Yeah, and it's a hard industry to be in, too, right? Like, Mm. it's it's not... It's, like, pretty male-dominated, I would say. Um, I think that's kind of changing now, which is kind of cool. But I don't know. I think, like, speaking of, like, the music scene specifically, Mm -hmm. I think, like, women just... Gradually, like, gravitate towards each other, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I think, like, because our scene is so small, especially, like, it kind of makes another little community almost within the community.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, like, I mean, while while we're, while we're here taking up space, like, I, I feel like, <laughs> I, I don't know, I wish men did have that. I really, really, really Same, do. Same, yeah, yeah. I really, really do. Like, so many... People are out there struggling in silence, and they're like so shamed for for their s- sensitivities and softness, but it's really like what makes what makes i don't know I think,
0: I think men are getting slowly getting better at it. It is mm-hmm. definitely a generational thing, like mm-hmm. everyone oh, sure. my age's father would never <laughs> show emotion of any kind. I know there obviously that's uh, generalizing, but for the most part most men over 60 are like, just hold it all in. (laughs) Stuck Uh, in the ways. (laughs) But I feel like, uh, yeah, people, my age got a little better. And now probably the, the men who are your age are probably even a little bit more open and a little bit more willing. And just seeing just females get together. It's, uh, and able to just have that ease with each other and not the guys sit around and there's like tense or anything. It just <laughs> <term> wrestle. <laughs> most of the time, you just get together and whatever. You're just mm-hmm. hanging out. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. there. Yeah, there has in the past been a stigma of showcase, showing any weakness, which is completely stupid. Like you, and especially around mental health. Like mm-hmm. most people, most most men just would never admit to things, and that's just I don't know of the way society has. Create its uh creative things, but i I think it's getting better, and I don't know you you see more and more everyday people talking about mental health, and for sure, I think mental health is being talked about a lot, but also physical health needs to be talked about too, and just the two of them together, how they help each other when your mental health is better, your physical health feels better, and vice versa, mm-hmm. so I think. I think the more knowledge we have with, with that, just people can, can grow and get better and we can create just a better world for everybody. Really.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah.
1: I see in you, like if putting myself in the shoes of a young girl, looking at you is like far more than just, Oh, this is, um, I can be in a band if I want, like that is a, an attainable dream and something that's more of a reality for younger women. Now seeing, People like you have that example, but I imagine they also see just this sort of camaraderie that is also to be of envy. Like that that's what I see in you. Um, I, I know I'm not going to be a musician, but I really admire in you. I can see your friendship. I can see your trust uh, and how much that you allow one another to have their own voice. And we're just getting to know each other. And it's that palpable already. And I think that's just something to really celebrate to, in any group So yeah, that's a, yeah.
3: (laughs) I actually, I actually think that's, and someone's pointed this out before too. I think like that's part of the reason why I think some people really do like Skunk Motel, even if it's not their style of music. Um, Because I think people uh, in this day and age of like so much technology and social media and and such, um, (laughs) not to age myself, (laughs) but um, I feel like people are really craving connection and to like see people even if it's just like through even if it's through social media that they they can see us kind of hanging out as as buds and stuff Mm -hmm. I think people are really drawn to that like like you just said I mean I think people crave to witness other people connecting with with others and I think hopefully that's I don't know people can see that and Mm -hmm. having
0: fun on stage which you guys clearly (laughs) do have is something that people (laughs) can really resonate with like you're all pretty animated and I've seen you down on the floor <laughs> and seen you in some crazy positions
3: like <laughs> you're <a smiley> monkey <laughs> very
0: bendy so like yeah. I don't people just get excited when they see people with big yeah. smiles on their faces and they're just in their element and really in the zone like that's that's exciting that that gets people ramped up
1: mm. I read another interview, I believe it was, maybe for the ECMAs that you had done, and you talked about the importance of just being yourself on stage and showing up and it just like these people have paid money to see us, so let's be us Mm -hmm. because that's what they're here for. Definitely. Did it take a little bit of time to find that sense of comfort?
2: Yes, and no. I feel like honestly, we clicked really quickly. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of, we were all kind of like shocked how quick we were all like, best friends yeah um and then like over the past year of course we got to know each other much better but i feel like yeah i don't know it's i think on stage
3: um hmm (laughs) i think what took some time maybe was like instead of us i mean we kind of came out guns blazing honestly but like there was probably a part of us that was a little bit apprehensive about like um How we get our message out there, like, and instead of having a question mark on the end of things, just like basically shoving it down people's throats
2: Mm. (laughs) in the most pleasant (laughs) way possible, Mm -hmm.
3: you know? And I think that has grown over time. Mm -hmm. Um, Just instead of it being a question mark at the end, which is like so often the case with like how it's something I struggle with, you know, instead of a question mark, it's it's a statement. And it's like, this is it.
5: We're here.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Open your mouth. It's going
3: down <laughs> your throat. <problems.
2: laughs>
5: comes Mama Bird.
3: <laughs> Mama baby, baby Bird. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> um, yeah. Sarah?
4: I think the other cool thing, I mean, I think the other cool thing is like just right from the get go, it's like you got three other people pumping up every show and after every show and like every practice. And it's like, I find um, like we're all really try to be as positive we can all the time and like pump each other up and just be like no you're gonna go out there and you mm-hmm. know just have fun and everyone's there to like before a show we have like a little pep talk every time every time
0: your have sports
3: a little- team
5: almost
4: <laughs> oh yes <laughs>
3: yeah I think I'm I mean, an athlete, and then I wake up the next morning, and I'm oh like, "Oh no, my body does not bend that way." <laughs>
2: no, I'm still recovering from music week. Let me tell you, same. <laughs> oh man, I'm
0: curious. So, so Skunk Motel is really portraying this positive message message out there, and just representation and showing that everyone everyone can be accepted, and and the, these very positive things. Do you feel like when you were growing up you didn't have people out there that you could look up to in that way?
5: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I don't want to take the mic from everybody else. Please take, go for um, it. it. Growing up as, like, somebody who was, like, not white, (laughs) I definitely felt like I didn't have a lot of role models in that way. And just, like, you know, something as simple as, like, like, I used to wear a lot of black. I mean, I know I'm wearing black today, but, like, I used to wear a lot of black just because I didn't know what colors looked good on me because I never saw anybody of my, like, same color on TV. Yeah. And then, like, even just, like, now it's getting way better and, like, seeing how different Indian girls are, like, styling themselves, and I'm like, oh, shoot, okay, orange does look really good on yeah. us. And <laughs> nice. just, like, I I'm, I'm, I know I'm, like, watering it down a lot uh, in a sense, but it's just kind of, like, really with this band... I think one of the main goals is wanting to be what we maybe didn't have yeah. when we were younger. And just like being like, hey, like you can be here as you are. You can do this. You can take up, like literally take up space. And, yeah. you know, no one has to, like, you can pave the way for yourself. And, you know, because that's kind that's of what awesome. we're doing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you can show up as a woman on stage and it has, has doesn't have to have anything to do with like being hypersexualized like mm-hmm. I think that's a big one too is like if you want if you wanna yeah, hell yeah, like mm, go to, for it go yeah. for it, but it's like I think that's something that I thought about when I was younger, kind of like, okay, if I don't look a certain way, well who's gonna wanna who's gonna wanna see me on stage mm-hmm. you know, like if my body doesn't look a certain way, if I don't like emit this sexual energy type deal like i know that's it's i'm <laughs> personal thoughts but it's like <laughs> yeah i don't know i just feel like that was always something that was like attached in my mind about somebody who's on stage that people are looking at as like a figure mm-hmm. um and it's kind of like well if i don't look that way then who is going to listen to me or who's going to like want to watch this type of performance or you know, it's just like a lot of self self worth stuff attached to that. But I think like that's something we really, really try to combat with our message. And yeah. like just, for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. Like, we can get up on stage and it's sweaty and it's dirty and it's rough and, like, gross a lot of the time, you know?
1: And then, that to me is sexy, by yeah. the way. But yes, carry on.
3: <laughs> same. Yeah. Same, 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 same. And it feels, like, super, like, liberating to, like, to just acknowledge that that does feel sexy. It does feel empowering to be, like, I'm sweating through my clothes and I'm nasty. And, like, yeah, I, I love it. And it feels like that's something I... I Mm -hmm. wanted to see yeah for
2: sure
1: that that message and identity too is so relatable because that's all we grew up seeing certainly in entertainment and not (laughs) only just in music like entertainment across the board it was a very kind of cookie cutter body and image and clothing and all of that so so how has style factored into your stage presence because you're all like super cool (laughs) (laughs) super cool looking this might be good one
3: for sarah yeah, he's really
4: into the oh. take, take the mic. <laughs> oh, take the mic. How does style? Um, I think I think one of the things we talked about really early on is just wearing what makes you feel your best. So if that's and that changes day to day, too, especially for me, I find like I don't know when I'm on stage, like I just feel so powerful when I'm wearing like giant boots and you just stomp around and like I'm like, I don't know they're dangerous. (laughs) And, um, but then some other times I just want to wear chucks and like jump around. It's like, it just changes all the time. But Mm -hmm. another thing that I find really important, especially for my style is like we've talked about, it's like definitely, you know, there's definitely more male musicians like playing the instruments and stuff for sure. And um, I just find it really important too to show that, even when you're doing something that's like typically a, you know, more male-dominated thing, like if it's playing a guitar or, you know, fixing a car, whatever it is, <laughs> you can, that's a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> you can still like, be, you know, portrayed as more femme and still be doing that thing, and it's still okay. And I think that's like that's one thing that I always really think about when I go on stage is like making sure that that's. I don't know, for me, I find that's really important, too, is to just still be, like, even, you know, I'm wearing a dress, I am have all this makeup on and stuff, but I'm still, I don't know, still able to be powerful and, you know, badass. <laughs> so, I don't know, that's my the two cents on style. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for sure. Does- Any woman that can run in eight-inch platforms <laughs> is, is badass, <laughs> so you're good. Hell yeah. Do you guys
0: all feel that sense of power just stepping on stage and does it give you that I don't want to say control over the crowd but it is part of the the, the allure of being on stage
5: mm-hmm. I definitely think like stepping on stage with this group in particular is really yeah. something that that I feel like super helps people super powerful stepping onto a stage like you know I'm sure you Kate can speak to this like playing I mean not whatever, speak to how you feel about this playing with yeah. a bunch of different groups of people but like um There's just, like, like I went through school, uh, music school, where I played with a bunch of different, like, class bands and stuff, and there's just something about stepping on stage with uh, your team, basically. It's like, I know Mm -hmm. I got your back, you got mine, like, we're going to hell together. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you are a team, that's the the beauty of it. (laughs) You're... Going on road trips in a in a vehicle together. You're eating oh, at yeah. gas stations, and big stuff. You're <laughs> you're just staying in shitty motels, and you're like it's it's creates this oh, camaraderie yeah. and mm. this bond that is. I played sports growing up, and I play music now, and I've there. It's the same thing. Like you're you're this group going through this experience together, and you do anything for each other.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. What are some unexpected things? Oh, sorry, is Sarah talking?
4: No, it's nothing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are some unexpected things that have come up because of this lifestyle? So maybe it's uh, a town that you wouldn't have visited before. Maybe it's somebody you've met along the way. Maybe it's another band you've performed with. (laughs) Like something that maybe you hadn't imagined would happen, but it it has in this past year.
4: this
3: get
5: cut or is this lie
0: <laughs> it's
2: pretty much lie. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta keep it in <laughs> uh, yeah, right.
5: here's a, a funny one um i remember when i was like 12 i uh, was in this ba- uh band camp like summer band but it was like a rock band camp called rebel girl rock camp and at lunchtime they used to bring in bands all the time to play for us and like a motorcycle actually came in and i remember being 12 and being we like those guys rock. Like, yeah. I would love to do that yeah. when I'm older. Nice. And then we just went on tour with them this summer. <laughs> That's like crazy. Like sometimes That's I so still cool. think about that. I don't, I probably wouldn't example. remember that, but yeah, I remember being 12 and not even knowing how to play drums and being like, I want to do that.
2: Yeah, what a <laughs> moment. Yeah. That was me with Christine Campbell because <laughs> I was already playing guitar for a little bit, but then I saw her open for Bob Seger at the Metro Center. I don't even know when it was, but And I was like, I'm going to do that. I need to do that. That is amazing. Like, Mm. she's so cool.
1: Yeah. So you both had moments of seeing kind of a role model. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Sarah?
3: For unexpected or role models?
1: (laughs) However it fits in. I I like the unexpected if something comes to mind. But if you Mm. have a role model, share that story, too.
3: Like unexpected from being with
1: starting the band, uh, being in the
3: band. Uh, I guess for me. I didn't realize how much I, how much I needed this. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like I I knew, but I guess I knew deep down. But like once we started really coming together and writing songs together collectively, I started kind of uh, um, a lot of unexpected things from my past kind of started coming to the forefront of things that I have just carried with me and um that I don't want to carry with me anymore and like I think that was unexpected kind of like holy holy shit there's a lot of things that I am carrying with me that now I have an outlet to let go of them so yeah they pop up lots of lots of times now mm-hmm. that there's a space for them to arrive mm-hmm. like there's a space for them to come up so that is unexpected and uncomfortable and painful <laughs> but like a beautiful thing
0: do you put that into the songs oh yeah
3: <laughs> oh yeah. And like the more that we the more that we're writing together now, um we're just really getting on a roll kind of like writing together now mm-hmm. collectively, but um I think our songs will likely just continue to get more and more and more vulnerable and personal like the more comfortable we are with each other and like Definitely. exposing those thoughts.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've talked with a lot of artists who the way that they explain their expression is that it's important that they know themselves. So it's hard to sing about something or write lyrics or paint a feeling if you don't know what that is. Have you gone through a process or work to kind of arrive at your identity in order to talk about it?
2: I definitely feel like it's like uh, we go through that process, even like
5: from song to song, like, somebody will start with like, oh, you know that feeling when it's like, and it's like almost on the on the tip of your tongue, like, that feeling when this happens, and I don't know, it's not this, but it's this, and then somebody else will like, come I in when, oh, like, you know, I had a similar experience the other day, and we kind mm. of take all these like little pieces and paint, yeah, like paint the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. I guess that goes back to like the shared collective of like having four women in our room together talking about these experiences, and we're able to take this broad feeling and maybe... Like bring it down to be more specific into what exactly we want to write a song about or what we want to talk about.
0: Yeah. Are you creating songs in in what you described there from a feeling or from an, from an emotion?
5: I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's uh, cool. Sometimes I'll like, I follow like coming to the the studio or the practice space like oh, I can't believe this just happened and then we'll just start going and start talking yeah. and then like like we'll like wouldn't it be cool if we like wrote a song just to be like hey don't do that again or hey, I hate this feeling and that's kind of, yeah. (laughs) we start a lot of our songs. That's super
3: cool. (laughs) Oh yeah, we'll just be shooting the shit and it's like, (laughs) God, that grinds my gears and then we have, a lot of our songs actually that we've written together, they come out, they come together in about 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, we all get, we get all amped up
5: and fiery about something and then 10 minutes later we got a, we got a ripper.
4: (laughs) One little tagline and then (laughs) yeah, Yeah.
5: That's the funny part too, it's like we'll be, Shooting off, and then somebody will say something, and it's like, "Oh, that was good. What was that? Say that again."
1: Like, there's, there's, we can throw that in a song.
5: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And so we're facetiming in with Sarah Eve now. How does this work when you're creating and co-writing and recording and everything with you being in separate locations?
4: Oh, I mean, I I recently moved, but I still try to. <laughs> yeah. But we used to when when we were all up in the city. We kind of started off just practicing every week which was really nice to even just get to know each other like Mm. you know Mm -hmm. kind of the whole first year we practiced once a week i'd say yeah or just kind of hung out once we like that kind of thing
1: but yeah so you hear some bands now are living in all different parts of the world and still making records together so
2: Mm. it makes it so much easier with like facetime and zoom i don't know all the other ones group chats group chats and
3: yeah. yeah and we talked about going i mean not to invite myself over to your house sarah <laughs> but we did talk about going down to sarah and willie's and like you know doing like little writing weekends kind yeah, of yeah. because sarah and willie have this great spot they got a yeah. house so we could just <laughs> pile on in there and uh just kind of hang out in Port Hawkesbury for the weekend and, and do that kind of thing like yeah, just definitely. kind of find little pockets of time together because yeah. I think being all together in the room is what is when yeah. it when it really happens.
0: For and sure. those little creative retreats, you can call them, are the times when a lot of a lot of stuff comes up when you 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 make a, an adventure to go somewhere yeah. with a specific goal in mind. Mm. It really fosters creativity in my mind. We we did a lot of writing for our first book. It was during COVID and. We weren't allowed to go very far, so but we were allowed to go as far as uh, Liverpool <laughs> at one point in time, and we just booked a random hotel <laughs> in Liverpool and went down there and just wrote in the room yeah. and just yeah, and it was just felt like this change of scenery, mm. just grinds your gears in a different way, and, you, and brings up these these ideas that may not have if you just stayed put in the same place. Yeah. So I highly recommend you going yeah. to Port Hawkesbury and <laughs> seeing what happens.
4: Not, not too many distractions ever. <laughs> <And> the doolies. <laughs> I
3: hear they got a good doolies membership club or something. Sarah's been talking about <laughs> membership.
4: Yeah a writing retreat a
0: lot of great songs have been written in dualies in bird oxbury (laughs) Uh,
3: so the legend says
1: (laughs) do you guys feel like you have roles like is one of you more organized or more motherly or funnier
2: (laughs) i'm definitely the mom yeah of the band i feel like <laughs> really <laughs> yeah i'm always like checking in on everybody and i'm like are oh, you yeah. okay yes do you need anything this is true
3: you i find you are like very glue. like you're like glue in a way where you kind of always like to make sure after we hang out or meetings or, <laughs> or anything you're kind of just you always check in and Kate, that's capo Kate i'm talking about is that
2: motherly though
3: it's something. I don't know. <laughs> no. It's caring. It, no, it's it's loving and caring. Yeah. Okay. It, it okay. yeah Maybe no. I'm
2: not the mom of the band then.
3: I don't know. Like I'm just trying to think.
2: Like
0: <laughs> Is anyone stern? Like a little bit strict?
3: I definitely I like I wouldn't say I'm stern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I would say that like I get intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I can definitely get intense. Cape <laughs> yes. I definitely can get intense. But uh, it's when it's like kind of crunch time stuff and I think I just get into a mode and it's, it's not even about them. It's about me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not all about me.
3: No, it's not about them. It's about me where it's like in my brain, I'm like, all right, like next song, next song, next song, let's go, let's go. And I just, you know, I think we balance we balance each other out really well in that regard because everyone brings something different to that type of energy where it's like, and Sarah Eve's really good for being like, it's cool. It's, g- it's cool, Sarah. It's cool. Like, we're going to rock. Like, we're we're going to rock. Good. It's, it's going to be great. great. It's going to be great. And it's a I, good impression. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it just kind of like brings me down a notch from like the the um, interesting energy I can go. But but yeah, I, I think I probably am intense um, sometimes.
0: But it sounds like there's this. Perfect balance, though, amongst you all that creates... And that's like any... Good group of friends. Like you, you need different personalities and different mm-hmm. ideas to, to to make it work. Just mm. if, if you're all super chill, like Sarah Eve there maybe it, maybe it's just harder to get things done. But if we're all as intense as Sarah here, like it's I don't know, it might become a, a little bit of a crazy work environment. So like, uh, well, so- you're either
5: Sarah or Sarah, There's no in between. No in between.
3: Uh, I'm I'm a- just put-
4: Everyone else chill. I'm not actually- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Secret the, <laughs>
3: melting the on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just fooling everyone. <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm, you don't ever say you're nervous, even if you feel it.
3: Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, whoa. The unspoken rule. I am. <laughs> and Maya has <laughs> so many beautiful roles. Oh, yeah. You. Yeah. I don't know. I feel even. <laughs> What do you think your roles yeah, are? Do you
0: know what your own roles are, Maya?
5: I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I definitely like... Um, I feel like I can be intense. Sometimes I worry if I'm too intense. I'm always in the chat like, all right, deadlines. I need this, I need that. Everybody send me your information right now. <laughs>
3: it doesn't go <come> across that <laughs> way. No, not at
0: all. What do you think her, her roles are?
3: I think Maya has a sensitivity that you don't come by very often in in, in this like life. Like Maya has... <laughs> a really beautiful soul and a beautiful heart. And she carries herself in a way and carries the people she loves in a way that feels so supported and taken care of. I yeah. just feel Aww. like, yeah, truly, like, oh my God, Maya, she's such a beautiful person.
2: You seriously make her your blush.
3: <laughs> and you are kick ass at writing grants. You're amazing. <laughs> yes. Like, mm-hmm. Ma- oh yeah, Maya is like an extremely hard worker.
5: Like <laughs> yeah. Maya will. I do like- a lot of the applications and the writing, and but that's like, I like writing is definitely like the easy thing for me. Like that's why I have no problem taking on any of the writing. Like poster design, I hand it over to Kate Bo because yeah. I'm helpless oh, yeah, with you- that.
2: And I suck at writing because I can't spell correctly most of the (laughs) time. But yeah, Maya's always
3: like, oh yeah, I'm I'm in this meeting with XYZ on Monday. (laughs) I'm have a meeting with this person on Tuesday. (laughs) Maya's like always running the roads in these meetings. And it's just like, (laughs) she's she's incredible. Like, she she really, yeah...
5: It's just because I don't know how to
1: do anything, so I'm just like, oh, this person will help me. Sounds like you know how to do everything.
2: (laughs) Maya's going to rule the world one day.
1: That's so nice to be able to have people that... (laughs) What?
2: What'd you say?
4: (laughs) That skill in itself is just being able to ask for help and
2: find... Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yeah,
1: definitely. (laughs) So you guys have been at this for a very short time do you talk about this is where I want to be in a year, this is where I want to be in five years, or are you kind of just taking this? I'm present today? things are good. Let's see what happens tomorrow sort of
5: in the middle, like we haven't sat down and made like a year to five year plan, but we definitely do to like, oh, this festival's coming up, like like mm-hmm. we're definitely closer than we were last year. What should we do to like? maybe prepare if we want to apply for this next year or like oh i was talking to so-and-so and they're doing harvest or whatever and like it's like what do we think we should do if we want to aim for that next year mm-hmm. so it we is have, a little like timelines a- yeah yeah, yeah. You think,
2: like little timelines i feel like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just,
0: yeah and- is there an end goal in mind or it's just kind of one foot in front
5: of the other see where it goes
2: i feel like we're riding the wave I'm yeah.
5: the dreamer, so I'm the worst one to ask. <laughs> or, or
0: the you're best are the best one, one <laughs> yeah. The best one. <laughs> you're the best one to ask. Do you wanna do you wanna do you have a dream stage, Maya?
5: <laughs> well I live in dream world, so not all of my dreams are doable.
0: <laughs> no, everything is doable. If
2: you dream that you can do it and I don't <laughs> we wanna hear about as it. As long as it's <laughs> yeah. not like
0: Mars or something that's <laughs> physically <laughs> impossible, you know? Like, well
5: for now. I mean <laughs> <laughs> they're making spaceships by yeah. the day. <laughs> not
3: for
1: Mars. She's like it, it actually brownies. is Mars.
3: <laughs> <We> <laughs> no, had, uh, <laughs> this
0: is awkward, but we had uh, <laughs> yeah. Elise Aaron on. You know, Elise she's oh, gonna yeah. be on the show with us. Yeah. Uh her, her her dream stage is Red Rocks.
5: Ooh. Was that in Mars? Uh,
0: that's not no. Mars. That, it's very Mars like. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're in Mars. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like grew up watching like Gene Simmons Family no. Jewels and like going to concerts with my dad so like yeah. my my dreams and I'd like say the word dreams because there's obviously no pressure like I'm having fun just doing this yeah. every day but mm. obviously my dreams live up in those lands but like I said like sometimes it's just like day by day I will get on stage and I'll feel nervous and I'll be like I don't care if this place burns to the ground I'm getting on stage with my best friends like I could die tonight and I'd be happy Yeah, but yeah so I do live in dream world of touring and like <laughs> That's well, okay to get have any dreams. Like show. it's okay <laughs> yeah. to wanna
0: play Wembley Stadium or like yeah. that's that's why a lot of people get into it. Like <laughs> I got into music wanting to play the biggest stadiums mm. on the planet and be the biggest <laughs> band alive. Yeah. And, and be
1: on Letterman. Yeah, I want to be on Letterman. Amazing. He's kinda
0: retired, but he still has a show, so still a chance.
1: <laughs> but, chance. When
0: I was yeah, when I was uh, in junior high, like my goal is to play in the NBA. Like that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> I realized nice. pretty, pretty soon after. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but music is possible. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I, I think it's good to dream big, like... <laughs> yeah what's that this is super cheesy what's that saying if you uh shoot for the stars you don't land you land on the moon or whatever it is you know that stupid <laughs> well, thing that That's pretty p- close grandmother's put up like uh
5: shoot for the moon, moon. if you miss you, you'll land among the stars
0: there yeah. that's yeah. even yeah. better whatever the hell whatever
5: the hell that old stupid saying is you know <laughs> there's a
0: message there mm, that's bad. what I'm getting at
3: <laughs> I think it'd be wicked to, to tour around the UK like I think it'd be yeah, yeah That I think that's a really like a dream that's within reach for sure but just given the nature of the type of music we make and stuff like just some like yeah like rip around rip around the uk or further into europe i think would be awesome and like getting on the festival circuit type yeah Yeah. japan Mm,
2: japan could be cool Mm.
3: oh and like playing um playing like bitch fest in toronto or like like different kind of like AFAB, female type festival stages, mm. yeah, yeah, that kind of that kind of stuff would be really cool to get mm-hmm. to be part of that greater
5: community
0: is there a band you'd like to tour with
5: realistically or in dreamland dreamwife dreamwife, <laughs> yep.
3: dreamwife dream, be, life. Be, yeah. No, yeah, dreamwife is the band, oh Dreamwife, yeah <laughs> so cool. yeah, Dreamwife would be sick um I- idols, <laughs>
5: that's what I was gonna say <laughs> idols
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh. A, uh, Amel and the Sniffers, you know them. I
1: don't know them no. I like that you have some in common though. This <laughs> yeah. is good. That's oh. where manifesting is really gonna start. Uh,
3: you gotta look up Amel and the Sniffers hey, from Australia. Drone Jet. No. What? Who's Sarah? I just said take,
4: take Amel and the Sniffers on this, and then you yeah. never know. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Amel happen? and Sniffers, hit us up. She is amazing. Oh my God, you gotta look her up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Do any or all of you have other jobs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's <was> a little <laughs> giggle there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I work at a music store. Okay. Yeah, I collect money from people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Okay. That's that's you're,
0: you're at Long and McQuaid. I am. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's the only music store around here. <laughs> yeah. Really, but bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Folklore. Big
2: well. Oh yeah, folklore, right. I always forget. But um yeah, it's cool. It's nice to be around gear all day. Mm-hmm. See, do you get a discount? Staff discount? Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's we'll be, great.
1: We'll talk about that after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> and Sarah E?
4: I'm a teacher
1: mm. <laughs> on top of
4: being a musician. <laughs> what,
1: what, what do
0: you teach?
4: Kid? First, it sounds, feels pretty cool.
0: So, <laughs> What do you teach? Sorry, I didn't hear you there.
4: Um, I'm a teacher. I teach elementary school. Okay. But uh, I don't know. Lately, I've been saying I'm a musician first. So that's, yeah. that's been feeling. Mm-hmm.
0: That's fine. Maybe. Big step to take.
4: <laughs> My nan introduced me today to someone and said, and hey, she's a musician. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, like, <laughs> cool.
5: <laughs> anyway. I also work at Long McQuaid, but I'm down in the warehouse where. We don't. uh, There's no customers in the warehouse, but basically for school rentals, if you have a saxophone yeah. and it's nice and shiny, I cleaned it for you. Yep. Most Are you likely. at the Dartmouth one? Uh, up in Herring Cove Road.
0: Herring Cove. Oh, that's yeah, like Across the, from the Sobeys. where they send the stuff to get yeah. fixed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, the, the <laughs>
5: yeah. repair
0: shop. Maybe she fixed shop.
1: my saxophone. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm a registered massage therapist. Ah. Mm. Yeah, I've been doing that for I think like just over three years now. Yeah um i absolutely love it i love it so much it's definitely a passion of mine
5: Mm -hmm.
0: kristen was massage therapist for a while herself
1: oh my god yeah yeah i did that for about 10 years i did not know that yeah yeah back in the day i feel like i've had multiple lives sometimes like Mm -hmm. that has been not only a long time ago but then have had other chapters since then Mm -hmm. and am now in yet another brand new chapter but I find that. that exciting about aging, like it's a privilege to age, first and yes. foremost. I'm not one of those people that is obsessed with being and looking young, but I don't know. It It's also, I, I now have the benefit of being able to look back at all of these different things I've got to do over my life. It doesn't always have to be the same. and. Mm. I think that's why I love, Sarah, for you to be able to say, like, I'm calling myself a musician now. Like, it took me a long time to call myself an artist. I felt like I had to either achieve a certain level or do it full-time even for it to mean something or for it to be taken seriously. But it's actually really cool to be like, yeah, I was a massage therapist and I worked in politics and now I have an art gallery and, like, none of these things have anything (laughs) in common even. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I feel like... You know, we've talked a little bit about where do you see yourself in a year or five years or whatever. And it's it's important maybe from a business perspective to think about where you're going. Um, but there's also th- something to be said for just riding the wave and enjoying it. And like it mm-hmm. being able to say, like, if tonight is the last night I do this, I'm having so much goddamn fun. I don't really care mm-hmm. is like um, a feeling that not everybody gets to experience in their life. Mm. Definitely. So even so. having that once and you get to do this for a job is like amazing. Yeah,
2: definitely.
3: Absolutely. That's the feeling that we chase. Yeah, I <laughs> feel like
2: we'll all get there eventually. Soon.
3: Hopefully, mm. Get to that feeling or get to?
2: Get to doing that mm. full time. Mm-hmm. Right. Music full time. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you feel nervous performing? Oh my god. I have
3: incredibly, I have debilitating stage fright. Really? Yes, I do. I really do. And I used to, uh, like, I mean, yeah, alcohol used to help with that a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And and now I don't really drink so, so much. Like, you know, I, I don't drink uh, often, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's a deliberate choice because I want to feel what it feels like. I want to really feel like what it feels like on stage doing this, you know? So yeah, before I get on stage, um, I pace, I do push-ups, I run around, I put Mm. my... I panic, I forget all the words. Mm-hmm. Every like that's time. every time I look every at them time. and I'm like, I don't know the words to any of the songs. So good luck to you
2: guys. <laughs> See you there. Don't count on me.
5: <laughs> whatever <laughs> happens <laughs>
2: to is part of your ritual. Okay. <laughs> Even, Even if we just is. played like the night before. Even if it just played, it's like I look them <laughs> What?
3: Turns out she always remembers them. Yeah. Always. I do, yes. Always Turns remembers out. them. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm neurotic. I am neurotic. <laughs> right before we go on, I'm like, what's the what's the first word of look like me? And they're like, here it is. And then they give me the one word, I go with there, I repeat the word, I say it over and over and over and over, and then we go. There we go. Like, Were you yeah.
0: always like this in other bands, other performances? Yes. Yeah.
3: Oh my God, yes. It's like <laughs> debilitating, truly. Mm. It really, really is.
0: Do you ever do any breathing exercises?
3: <laughs> I should um,
1: uh, hyperventilating, <laughs> count, <I'll> show, or... <laughs> hyperventilating count.
0: I'll show you some after.
3: Okay, I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Uh, they're
0: not like specifically designed for a singer, but they're just good kind of relaxation mm-hmm. techniques, essentially.
3: Hmm. I would like that. Um. All right.
0: We'll get there. Yeah. yeah. We'll do some
3: breathing <laughs> exercises. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I should I should look into like taking care of that more. I guess, but it's. It's only been, I guess, the last couple. Well, yeah, the last couple years that I've actually said, you know what, like I'm going to try to do this sans alcohol and see what it's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a yeah work in progress, really. Always.
0: Do you find it challenging being in an industry where, that is driven by alcohol to be on stage without it?
3: Well, first to say, I'm I'm, I'm not completely sober, but. Yeah. Um, yeah just kind of sober curious i guess
0: yeah
3: um but yeah definitely like absolutely i do because it's very much part of the music industry and it's very much part of like this genre of music kind of like you know like it's get messed up or whatever you know and and what have you um and just yeah the, the lifestyle of it musician late nights and free drinks and all yeah. that stuff mm-hmm. oh yeah people are always like throwing the alcohol up on stage at us and stuff and it's <laughs> like i do feel kind of it, there is that like moment of awkwardness of kind of like oh no pass i'll have a green tea please. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah whatever <laughs> but uh
0: and uh cape Bretoners are notorious for not turning anything down like if you if you get a free drink i'll take as many of those as possible (laughs) i don't want to speak for you but uh, that's what (laughs) i've always been like oh
3: yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) i mean hey and it's part of like it feels part of the the shtick sometimes i guess and for the longest time it it, it was part of the shtick you know kind of just that that lifestyle but um it's really nice to be in a band that there's no type of pressuring each other to like to be a certain way, uh, yeah. To, like it's kind of funny. It's like after shows, a lot of the time we will like have little dance parties in the room. Yeah. Like yeah. we'll we'll go and just have pizza or like go around. And I know this. Sh- the, so the champagne thing that we kind of touched on earlier was literally one bottle of champagne, and we're sitting around telling each other reasons we love each other. <laughs> That's what it is. You know, it's like we're. I want to go to your after yeah. party.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, and <who> it was <laughs> this. It's oh. not that we don't, you know, it's not that there
3: isn't partying, of course, like there's yeah. partying. But oh,
2: yeah. Okay. I remember now. I didn't we don't remember. pressure
3: each other to do that at all. And it's not like, oh, you know, yeah, there's no peer pressure to to do that at all. It's very much no. just like whatever you need, love, like you mm-hmm. got it. Very
5: Come as you are. We've got room for you. <laughs> yeah, we're very mm-hmm. nurturing to each other
1: mm-hmm. for sure. Do you know the band Electric Spoonful? Oh, do we ever. (laughs) Very well. So we had them on the podcast and they talked about their show is pretty wild Mm -hmm. and they do kind of crazy, unexpected things from time to time. And they talked about maybe running into a fan on the street or even friends and family have the assumption that who they are on stage is who they're going to meet in real life. Does that happen to you gals as well?
2: Yeah, I think so.
3: Uh, yeah, I guess I'll say that when people meet me and realize that I'm like soft spoken or that I have uh, that I'm kind of like yeah I don't know I've like somebody a couple months ago described me as like mousy or something <laughs> and uh, I'm like holy shit no one whoever would see a show of skunk motel would ever be like that girl's mousy right. you know first of all She's skunky please yeah. stop calling people mousy mm. out there it's really not <laughs> 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 well yeah what was what was mousy meant I like I just I reserve my personality. I I kind of like uh, I kind of go I'm I move through the world kind of quietly sometimes and then yeah so people do kind of assume that I'm like more mm. rambunctious and loud and mm. in your face when really I'm just like please love me
1: <laughs> yeah
5: how about I like-
3: you too how about you guys yeah
5: oh yeah <laughs> sometimes I always feel awkward like stepping off stage like that first instant because it's like oh jeez. especially like. Some of the th- songs I've, like, written were almost, like, so vulnerable and it's like, yeah, whatever, like, I just played a song about my abandonment issues, whatever, nobody's listening and then you get off stage. not that nobody's listening, but it's like, nobody's connecting that to me and then you get off stage, and someone will be like, oh, like, that line about, you know, right when you leave me y- it's right when you leave and I'm just like, oh, shoot, people are, like, now seeing things that I'm putting out there and, like, connecting it with my face, it's, like, almost like that... Mm. Disconnect of like mm. on stage, it's like I have no problem being vulnerable, and then in person afterwards, it's like, oh, actually that's am- <laughs> amazingly
0: powerful though knowing that you're getting the message across like that like that that's kind of how this whole conversation started like uh, the
5: uh
0: the origin story of skunk motel is trying to get that message out there and yeah. that's True. pretty beautiful that you have the the power to do that already mm. like a, mm-hmm. a year and a bit into your career you're mm. you're influencing people mm. at your shows in that way that's amazing
2: yeah for sure um yeah i guess like For me, it's a little different. Like, I feel like because I played with so many people and I was kind of, like, in the background a lot, um, and now people see me and I'm, like, kind of crazy on stage (laughs) most of the time. Um, I think, like, a lot of... Like, a few people have come up to me and be like, I've never seen that out of you. And I'm like, yeah, well, I kind of held it in for a long time because I didn't know if I could do that kind of thing. But, yeah, like... I feel like that's the biggest, like, difference for me is not necessarily, like, on and off stage, but more just, like, people seeing me before and seeing me in this band now. Right. And, like, seeing the difference in, like, the vibes, I guess, the the vibe shift.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: I don't think, like, I mean, I'm not going to speak for everyone here, but I don't think we're anyone, we're any or, like, a different person on and off stage. I think it's just, like, Mm -hmm. like my experience, anyway, it's, like, when I get on stage, it's, like, even maybe at the start, I'm just, like, still a little mousy, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But then, like, you, like, play the first note or, like, step into the light, you're, like, whoa, okay, all right, this is is me, but, like, maxed out. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't know, which is fun. oh it's so fun
2: it's Mm. almost
5: like like the duality i think it's even like kind of interesting too when people get to know us off stage it's like hey like we're up here like loud and in your face and shoving it down your throat as sarah morrison said but then we get off stage and it's like we're like softer spoken maybe and it's like almost like the duality of these two sides which goes back to like yes you can be soft and also go on and be loud and you know Mm -hmm. it's not like uh, like we're not coming off stage like angry (laughs) as much as sometimes like our songs are like like ripping and loud but uh
0: and no human is just one thing like we're we're all these different parts and (laughs) on stage you get to express yourself in this certain way and off stage maybe you like to just sit back and listen like my favorite thing to do is just observe other people and just listen and I can sit in a room and I know the connections between people because I'm listening and I know how they interact. And then people are like, oh, you're pretty shy over there. Like, no, I'm just listening to what's <laughs> just going observing. on. It's fine. So. <laughs> but I, I think it's it's okay. it's okay to be whatever you are on stage and then whatever you are off. If you're For still sure. maintaining that energy, there's certainly people like that. But mm. it just, I guess, again, some people do experience they meet you and they just think you're one thing and mm-hmm. I make those stupid videos online and people often <laughs> think I'm like I'm like that just in day-to-day life but that's just kind of a They're character I'm totally I make up. wrong about that <laughs> just, uh... <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: but I, even when we first started dating I felt like I was alarmed the first show we went to because you are very mild-mannered and and you're quiet and an observer and seeing you on stage is a completely different version of yourself you're not acting you're not being like this is a character i'm playing it's an
0: expression it's just mm-hmm. a d-
1: side of you that and same with you you're not, we're not going to sit here and scream at each other that doesn't make <laughs> sense but it's it is so different that i can understand how if i didn't know you i might draw conclusions about what your personality was like yeah. based on the art that you make yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah I mean, it may it's just when people have that little snapshot of you, that's all they know. So that's what they're gonna expect. I guess it's just up to us, as the the people they're viewing, to still treat them with respect. Like you don't you don't want to be like, oh screw off, that's not me, or whatever. <laughs> In my day to day life, like it's they're they're not doing anything wrong by mm-hmm. expecting you maybe to be something different. I mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I actually take quite I I take um, I take joy in like getting off stage and being extra soft with people (laughs) like when they when they get the courage to come up and say something like at our marquee show the the other month or whatever um this group of girls came up and they were being so lovely to me just so kind and they they love the show and this and that and i just really enjoy leaning into being like extra soft you know Mm -hmm. because i don't know that uh, that's what i want when i like if I were to summon the courage to go up and talk to someone that I really enjoyed their show, I mean, I guess people can show up however, however they want to show up. But like, how nice would it be in some of those moments where you summon the courage and someone really leaned into being like sh- meeting you where you were at in that
0: moment yeah. instead of
3: being like, oh yeah, thanks. Like, it's <laughs> like thank you so much. You know, like thank and you so much.
0: Most mm-hmm. musicians that you meet offstage are pretty nice. Like I've mm-hmm. I've encountered. Thousands and thousands throughout my career, and ninety-nine percent of them have been amazing and just kind people and grateful for. And if I'm approaching someone as a fan or vice versa, like it's just I don't know. The everyone I've encountered has been just a good person.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I could say the same for really? sure. Really? Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just like a little bit of getting. Not, not so much in, the, in like in this project, but just certain rooms that I that I've, I've been in, and I'm like, oh, you, because I'm gay, like you don't want to, you don't see me as someone that you can get with after the show, and therefore I'm not, you are not going to converse with me. Isn't that another that's a whole other angle They're
0: they're f- fans who were acting like that?
3: Oh no, I'm me as a fan. Me yeah. Oh okay. Me, me as a fan of other musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Me as a fan mm. of other musicians being in like a green room or backstage yeah, or whatever yeah. and going up to someone and you know, like yeah, I don't know. That's a whole other, a whole other. Well, give, other give me
0: up. a list of those names afterwards, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk shit off both of off mic. Yeah. That
1: is a. That's actually it's a really important point though, because yeah. for that to have been your experience in the past and you to pursue this as a profession says a lot about your just your character mm. and your ability to kind of say like that that's not for me. This is who actually I want this industry to be represented as, and that's exactly what you're doing with the, how you've described. Yes. This is how I want to show up for my fans. I want to match their energy. Yeah. That's a big deal. Oh, it's, it feel it's very actually um, intimidating to approach somebody mm-hmm. who you admire and tell them for that sure, yeah. like, you'd think it would be the easiest thing in the world because you're just like, I love you, mm. but it's, it can be a scary thing. So I'm, I know people would appreciate you showing up that way.
3: Mm. Yeah. Well yeah and I I I think that's a kind of a theme that we talk about sometimes too about being in certain rooms or situations where like based on a number of factors you are being overlooked or uh yeah I don't know you can just it, it's palpable like the uninterest that exists within like with interacting with you because of xyz like you know different factors but um Yeah, well, there goes my one train of thought. It's (laughs) gone now, but
2: (laughs) anybody?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you excited for all that's ahead for Skunk Motel?
2: Yeah.
5: Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Recording, finishing up an album, an EP.
2: Five songs, right?
3: I think it's, it's four, but it might be five by
5: the end. Five, I think. (laughs)
2: <laughs> champagne brain maybe six maybe eight no i think it's five it's five because okay. we did five yesterday it's five
3: okay yeah <laughs> i'm the only one that hasn't recorded yet that's why I think uh, it's, yes that's why I
2: think
3: it's four. are the songs ah, you're recording
1: shit. are they thematic in any way are they cohesive and uh you know this message throughout all of them what would you say about the songs as individuals
2: yeah i feel like Especially, like, working with Katie the last little bit, um, she's really kind of produced us and, like, made these songs kind of, kind of like what Maya was saying earlier, like, she took some of our songs and just, like, brought them to the level that we wouldn't have even thought of. Um, so, like, it's kind of been a bit of that, just kind of relearning the songs again kind of thing, and... uh getting that going but it's it's cool like she's really helped us a lot with that and it's nice to have that extra person outside that's like not necessarily in the band that um can that knows the sound you're going for but can help you get there Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah
4: Mm -hmm.
5: Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of the theme i feel like there definitely is kind of like a like it's kind of under the umbrella of just like like getting loud and not even just like uh like, sound levels, but, like, just, like, saying things, like, get loud and saying things.
2: Yeah. Like, I nice.
5: was thinking, of like, pretty good for a girl, where it's, like, we're just talking about being women and getting loud on stages, and then, like, $5 tip, or I'm sure, if you haven't heard the story of that one, it's basically, uh, I asked a coworker out, and then they, on the night we were supposed to go out, showed up with somebody else and gave me a $5 tip, and whereas sometimes... Maybe like if something like that would to happen to someone, they would swallow it. But we wrote this song, and it's like getting loud and saying something like, "Hey, Mm -hmm.
2: angst." Yeah,
3: (laughs) I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like a lot of the songs come from a place of like emotions or yeah, or or situations that we've been in that we've been like suffocated or suppress or like a real expression that we wanted to get out out. Was suppressed and swallowed like that's a great word but Mm -hmm. like yeah like absolutely swallowed and a lot of i think it is thematic that we're kind of just like okay i did swallow this but like it's coming back up and like you're (laughs) it's your problem now (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly you you have
0: you have a voice (laughs) you're able to say these things you have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to and -hmm. you have the the power to and and again back to the start, you you have (laughs) the ability to to reach people with this message so it's uh a special thing you're creating there.
1: Thank does you. pretty good for a girl have a video? Yeah, it okay. does. It's, it does. I, oh, I feel like to. that like just the title alone, like mm, this is a music video. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. There's
2: Rain. a live video. Um at the mouse trap there about mm-hmm. good robot. Yeah. Uh, um, which was super fun.
1: Very cool. Concept. Yeah. <laughs> you cut out
2: there, bud? Oh <laughs> uh, like like
4: concept video yet, but oh yeah maybe yeah. maybe that's a goal <laughs> oh
3: Definitely. yeah there'll be lots of cool concept videos in, in our future that's for sure yeah we can't mm-hmm. wait we mm-hmm. we cannot wait to do that Got some
2: cool ideas for sure
0: yeah oh uh, that'll
1: be so fun yeah.
3: once we get the songs recorded and then watch out <laughs> A bunch, bunch of videos coming your way, And too. we
0: got a gig together. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. December 8th. I'm so
1: excited. The marquee.
0: It's going to be super fun. So
1: let's talk about this show to wrap things up. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll all of you folks are on the bill, and I'm going to be the <laughs> screaming head in the audience, <laughs> dancing like a maniac. So what's the full lineup? Jackson's kicking things Jackson off. Jackson
0: Weldon, who recorded his EP right here, and is yes. releasing that on uh, December 1st. Looks nice. Like. This week, I guess.
1: Oh, awesome. yeah. Do you do you guys know Jackson? Have you met Jackson? He'd be uh, yeah.
0: younger than you guys, even. He's just nineteen still. So yeah.
1: just, just a youngin. Yeah, yeah. young gun, Jackson, mm-hmm. and then you're up, and then Elise Aaron. Yep. Yep. And then town here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: Hi- yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a sweet lineup. It's just. Oh my uh, God, yeah.
1: it's gonna be so fun! It's a good eclectic mix of bands. I love <laughs> it. yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love it.
0: But you know, everyone up there is a. Is a group who just puts it all out there, yeah. Who who has a presence and who who just wants to yeah put a message out there, yeah put a vibe out there, put an energy out there, and just let loose, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's a yeah. We we I think everyone who's stepping up there is is we have slightly different styles, but I think the the essence is kind of the same.
2: Totally. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is why it makes sense to me.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to be. I'm so stoked to be on this bill. Yeah. It's going to be wild.
2: It's going to be wild.
3: If we leave the stage wet, (laughs) often we leave the stage very wet. I'll bring him up.
0: (laughs) Oh, I. I, uh, People, like, if we're sharing the bill with bands or whatever, or like, even like Music Week or something, after I'm done, like, the next person who comes out is like, what happened here? Like, they, look up, they look up at the roof because they think there's a leak because there's just a circle of water around. Like, like just, I just drip. It's
1: going to be one faucet. of those nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh definitely. No, it's going to be a blast. And everybody that's performing is just really fun to watch. And uh, mm. I, I've certainly seen Willie Stratton play and I just watched Sarah the whole time. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be great to have all four of you up there again performing and opening for the town heroes and yeah super exciting night and it's just it's really really been so awesome getting to know you a yeah. little bit more you're yeah. one of those up and coming groups of gals I, I see you yeah you're a band but I also just see you as a, a really powerful group of women who I admire so it's nice oh to get to gosh. spend some time you. with you. Likewise. Yeah, Likewise.
0: Excited to see all the amazing things that are going to happen to you very soon. And, uh, yeah, just wa- watch you ride the wave from back here <laughs> and uh, be excited and proud of you. So <laughs>
2: Thank keep, you. keep
0: being you guys in every way that you are. And... Uh, yeah. Let's have fun on December 8th.
2: Let's yeah. do it. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. Have a wild night. Thank you guys for having <laughs> us. Yes. Thank you this so much. Really yeah. Yeah. It yeah, thanks for so braving the of
1: elements. Of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Anytime.
1: go. Well, okay. and, and thanks skulls skulls for uh, tuning in from Port Hawkesbury, Sarah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's selling wreaths now. She's making wreaths. If <laughs> <laughs> anyone needs a Christmas wreath, oh. okay. we'll put Hit the link in the show for... <laughs> notes for Sarah's wreaths. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you like to direct our listeners to find you, find your music, find your Instagram? Oh, to yeah, well, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Um, but yeah, we just released a live music video. It's on YouTube. Uh, pretty good for a girl. Go check that out. It's super fun. Um, yeah, we're gonna have a website soon. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Very oh, yeah. soon we'll Beauty. have a website. <laughs> a lot of, lot of moving parts around this
5: <laughs>
1: You got a lot in the go. This yeah. is good though. We'll put the links up for that stuff for yes. sure.
3: Sweet. Our Instagram has a link tree. We got one of them. There you go. <laughs> we do have that.
1: <laughs> okay, cheers
0: folks. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in.
2: Thank
4: All you. Right. Woo. Woo. Yeah.